See, I was going to ask you about the snacks because that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's always something for, for people. Yeah. Snacks get people through travel. I would agree. Um, and it, it's interesting, it, you know, um, there are some people who are very conscious about what snacks they bring aboard and others that don't think about it at all. And I think it makes the whole difference of making a flight easy. And um, especially if there's delays, like that, that's why I always have protein bars with me, right? Because you could sit in a plane for a few hours and all of a sudden not have any food and lunch and like, okay, I'm getting hungry. And Exactly. You know, and you're kind of stuck if you haven't brought anything. And, and again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier too about being prepared. Because... Um, I think that you, you never really know what you're going to get yourself into when it comes to travel. Like you don't know what kind of delays there's going to be. And you're not always sat in the airport when your flight's delayed, right? Sometimes, as you've just said, there could be a mechanical problem with the plane or like loading the luggage or whatever the case may be is um, where you're, you're physically sat on that plane for a number of hours. Um, I had a situation actually where I was in Florida of all places and we had to wait two hours for the sun to rise for it to melt the ice off the off the wings of the plane because they didn't have de-icing equipment down in Florida. Um, and again, like it, it, if I wasn't prepared with like a snack and, and a bottle of water, I probably would have starved. Um, but yeah, you, you never know. So you always have to be prepared. When you travel for a vacation, you don't worry about a wrinkled shirt. But when you travel for business, being connected, being presentable, and not having dead batteries are true causes for concern. So get on board for some business travel hacks with your host, Brian Eisenberg. So my name is Jennifer Hoffman. I am the marketing director at uh, Deepcrawl. We are an SEO web crawler, um, basically trying to help businesses um, achieve visibility online. Um, the reason why I travel so much is we have multiple offices around the globe. Um, being marketing director, part of my job is to brand advocate and to represent the organization at different events that we sponsor, that we exhibit at, that we speak at, um, award ceremonies and that types of thing. So um, I basically offer support and, and again, brand advocate. So um, that's why I do so much traveling for my job. Um, my home airport, actually, despite being an American, is a uh, London Heathrow. And uh, being, you know, Heathrow is one of the busiest airports in the world, and a lot of people end mm -hmm. up, uh, especially from the States, flying into there and, uh, and waiting around for their connecting flight. Uh, do you have any special places you absolutely love in the airport that uh, you can share? Of course. Um, so any frequent traveler has their own kind of like preferred airline. Um, and because I do a lot of transatlantic travel between the U.S. and the U.K., um, mine is going to be Virgin Atlantic. So I love, love, love their clubhouse um, in Terminal 3. Um, it's absolutely stunning. It's nice. It's relaxing. They've got a uh, roof terrace there. Um, and you just have the abilities of kind of unwinding and, and kind of getting yourself together before you get on the flight. Um, but if you aren't, don't have access to one of the clubhouses and a, and a place to get away like that, um, one of the other spots that I love to kind of run and hide to, not to mention get a bite to eat at, um, is this little restaurant called Oriole. It's also in Terminal 3. Um, but one of the reasons why I love it so much is that they make this cocktail, and it's called a Mary Verde. 
it's a bit of a play on a Bloody Mary. Um, but instead of like tomato or Kalamata juice, um, you actually have a mixture of like green juices. Um, and then instead of the vodka, they actually use tequila and then they garnish it with pineapple juice and a bit of um, muddled jalapeno. So you get your, your green juice nutrients and then you also get uh, a bit of alcohol to kind of take the edge off before you're, you're about to head off into the madness of both the airport and the, uh, the flight. Tell us about the first time you ever traveled for business and what do you wish you knew uh, when you first started traveling for business that you now know? Wow. Um, so all of the memories coming rushing back from my first ever um, time traveling for business, I guess you could say. Um, I was about 17 or 18 years old. And, and the the thing that I did was I just really built up the experience so large in my head. I It was the first time I'd ever actually traveled like in business class. Um, and so I had conceptualized this whole idea of what the other people in business class were going to be. They were going to be incredibly successful, well put together, um, you know, business entrepreneurs. Um, so I kind of like decided this was well above my pay grade and I was going to be incredibly uncomfortable, um, to the point where it really impacted me. And I had like this ball of nerves, um, so the whole run up to the trip and the packing and the flight and the airport and all of that, I just like was super tense and, and it became un, non-enjoyable. Um, so my suggestion is just like breathe. It's not really that big of a deal. Um, so many people, I think, get themselves worked up when it comes to, to travel and flights. Um, yeah. What is your travel superpower? Ooh, um, my travel superpower. So I'm, I'm not so sure that many people would, would classify this as a superpower, but I think it is. Um, it's the ability to stay calm um, in travel situations. So um, the airport experience, like uh, train experiences, bus experiences, um, flight experiences, all of these are, are kind of scenarios that get a lot of people quite worked up. Um, you know, you've got the stress of going through security and you've got the stress of making sure that your bags are under a certain weight. You've got the stress of making sure that you know how many bags you can take on what airline and, and all of these different um, things that are constantly running through your mind. So you've got people who don't travel on a regular basis like myself or some of the other uh, business travelers that are probably listening in. And I think we can forget that. A lot of the time and so people around um, newbie travelers if you will get really stressed out a lot of the time or when you've got canceled or delayed flights that has the abilities of creating stress as well and um, yeah so I, I think my abilities of being able to stay calm amongst all of that chaos I would I would define as my my travel superpower so let's talk about um you know, you're traveling and, and uh, packing. Do you <laughs> do you take a suitcase with you? Do you only do rollerboard and carry on? Uh, how do you get all the different outfits you get into the bag? Do you have any special travel clothes? Any spe special travel uh, uh, footwear? What, what do you do? Oh yeah. Okay. So it really depends on a couple of different things. Um, am I going to the U.S.? Because when I go to the U.S. for work trips, it, it typically means that I'm going for three to four weeks. So what that means is the big the big suitcase comes out, and that means I really need to be quick conscious of how I'm packing, what I'm packing, um, due to, again, weight allotments um, on the bag. Also, too, it depends on where I'm going in the U.S. I've had a situation in the past where I was in New York for a week where it was a complete winter blizzard, and then the following week I was actually down in Miami so packing for that was a complete nightmare 
Um, then if I'm just doing like quick, like weekend trip, um, or like a, a two or three day trip, like around Europe, then obviously it only warrants kind of a, a carry on. Um, and I've got like the most fantastic Gurkha bags from this company in New York that are just like the perfect size and they carry so much. Um, and for me, like when I'm, I'm thinking about like traveling and what I'm going to pack for travel, obviously like you want it to be effortless. Um, you want it to be light. You don't want to have to like lug around these super heavy bags. Right. So I always <laughs> pack roughly 90% of everything is black. Um, I think it's kind of a problem that I have and anyone who knows me, like 90% of the time I'm dressed in black anyways. But what I find with it is it's kind of like the Steve Jobs or the Mark Zuckerberg effect. Everything always matches. And so if you have a black top and a black pair of pants and then like you swap them out with a black pair of shoes and then a black dress, it all mix and matches quite well. So then you can get away with, with only taking a couple of pieces instead of like really having to like bring half your wardrobe. Um, and again, I think going to thinking about like my, my wardrobe that I actually wear on the plane for my travel, if it's long haul flights. I am a creature of comfort. Like I love to be comfortable, especially again, if it's going to be more than like a four hour flight. So I basically dress down. I will be in like gym shoes, like Nike dry fit leggings, like a Nike hoodie or my deep curl hoodie or something that's super comfy. Um, short haul flights. I think I'm just, I'm a fairly simple girl. I'm a, I'm t-shirt jeans and like a pair of driving shoes or like loafers, something that I'm, I'm comfortable in. And again, obviously thinking about like getting through security and all of that, because again, most of my travel is flying. Um, you just want something that's super simple to, to slide on and off when it comes to footwear. Um, but I think, yeah, just being comfortable is my, my number one suggestion. And the number one thing that I think about when it comes to travel. If we took that bag and uh, slowly inspected it and, and, and looked for uh, what was inside it, what would we find? <laughs> you will always find my laptop, hands down, without a shadow of a doubt. I don't go anywhere without my laptop. Um, you're also going to find like a USB charger. You're also going to find a book. Um, because I, I know most people like in digital tech, they prefer like a Kindle or some sort of electronic device for reading, but I prefer a good old fashioned, like hard paperback book. Um, always, always, always going to find like airborne or some type of an immune booster. Um, always going to find a bottle of water and kind of like my, um, my vice when it comes to traveling, a package of, um, Haribo gold bears. Um, I've got a bit of a sweet tooth, so those get me through um, my travel, that's for sure. Who or what has impressed you during a travel experience? Um, so going back to what I said uh, earlier around that incredible um, experience that I had in uh, Montego Bay in Jamaica, um, it's this tiny little resort called Round Hill. And they are the ones that, again, they did the survey in advance and they were open and welcoming and constantly checking in. And just the entire experience was absolutely superb. Um, and I have to say, for, um, for as much grief and um, hits as the airline industry actually takes on a regular basis... Through and through and time and time again, Delta consistently um, seems to, to really impress me. 
Thank you for listening to Business Travel Hacks with your host, Brian Eisenberg. Catch us on the web at businesstravelhacks.com or at Business Travel Hacks on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you.